Welcome to the Leading with Integrity and Skill podcast, presented by Dr. Bill Hostler on subjects affecting leaders across a wide array of venues. The Bible says in Psalm 78, 72, that David shepherded them with integrity of heart, with skillful hands he led them. That is our goal. Stay tuned for words of encouragement about what it means to be a leader who exemplifies integrity and skill in the home, the workplace, the church, and the community. During World War II, Corey Ten Boom's family created a secret area in their house to hide Jews hoping to escape from the Nazi persecutors. In time, the family was found out, and most everyone was sent to some detention camp run by the Gestapo. Corey and her sister were sent to the infamous Ravensbrück concentration camp near Berlin, and their 84-year-old father soon died in another prison camp. Betsy died in camp on December 16, 1944. Twelve days later, Corey was surprisingly released, supposedly because of a clerical error. Corey Ten Boom's story of survival and forgiveness was powerful following the war, being turned into a book in a Billy Graham worldwide film called The Hiding Place. King David wrote, You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. Psalms 32.7 The psalmist often engaged in warfare, frequently referred to images of protection and safety. He talked about a strong tower, a fortress, my rock, my refuge, etc. He was picturing God himself as the place that he could go to during times of adversity and fear. Everyone needs such a place. A leader is no exception. In due course, your leadership will take you places which may make you afraid. You are in over your head. Finances take a downturn. The customers start leaving for seemingly no reason at all, or you cannot get the needed product to keep the business going. Your fear is based on the fact that your life savings is stored up in the business. If it goes under, you go under. What are you to do? You need to find your hiding place. You may have a variety of places you will turn to, such as the banker, an advisor, another business person, someone in a similar profession to yours, etc., but, but ultimately you need far more than that. You need one which can help protect you when all earthly resources are exhausted. Where do you turn in times like this? In Psalms 95, David four times talks about God as his fortress. And the psalmist also said, In you, God, I take refuge. I take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Psalms 62.6 and Psalms 57.1 Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Psalm 61.3 Be my rock of refuge to which I can always go. Psalm 71.3 But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the Sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all of your deeds. Psalms 73.28 And King Solomon said, The name of the Lord is a fortified tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. Proverbs 18.10 It is important to find that place of security when the onslaught comes. What are some things we need to know and are a place of refuge in our tough times? 1. Know that God loves you. 
When going through tough times, we may lose our perspective about God's concern for us. Moses was so distraught over the people's plea for meat, when there was none, he invited God to kill him rather than let him be humiliated, Numbers eleven fifteen. And Elijah, after fleeing from Jezebel, prayed that he might die and said to God, I've had enough. Take my life, 1 Kings 19, 4. Rather than assuming God's love, they thought in terms of his retribution. They could not grasp that a loving God would allow them to be treated in the way they were. 2. Know that God hears you. Daniel 10 has an interesting story about his prayer meeting after the vision he saw concerning a great war. He was so moved and scared that he started praying, fasting, and showing humility and dress. Then after three weeks, a spiritual being appears to him and says, Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. Can you believe that? Do you think Daniel thought that when he started praying? Do you believe that in your case? Do you think that God hears you the first time you pray? But that appears to be the case. The moment you utter your first word of sincere prayer, the God of heaven is listening to your every word. 3. Know that God can help you. A Christian leader needs to be cognizant and believe that the same God of Moses and Elijah is active today. The God who brought the ten plagues on the Egyptians, or parted the Red Sea, or helped Gideon rout the enemy army with just 300 soldiers, or helped David drop the giant with just one stone, or multiplied a small boy's lunch to feed 5,000, or helped lame people walk, is still active. As we read the Bible, we have every reason to be assured that God is active in our behalf and is not only able but willing to help us. 4. Know that God is more interested in growing us than growing things for us. One of the dreaded enemies of the fruit growers is frost. Many other things can be battled, but frost is so invasive and can cover so much area that a killing frost is hard to ward off. The Christian Workers Magazine tells the story of a young man who invested his life savings in developing an orchard of peaches. It was a risky investment, but if it was successful, it would be worth it financially. One spring, when most of the blossoms were out, there was a late and a hard frost. The crop was devastated, and so was the young man. The pastor noticed that the young man was not in church for two or three weeks and became concerned. He visited him at his farm, and while they were standing at the edge of the ruined orchard crop, the pastor expressed his concern that the young man had not been in church. The young man somewhat angrily replied, I'm not going to church anymore. Do you think I can worship a God who cares so little for me that he will let a frost kill all my peaches? The minister replied, God loves you better than he does your peaches. He knows that while peaches do better without frost, it is impossible to grow the best man without frost. God's objective is to grow men, not peaches. God often allows difficult circumstances to come into our lives to build and shape us. We would prefer no frost touch our lives, but God knows we develop best when we have been touched by some frost. 
He is more concerned about growing us than growing things that we use. As a young boy and teen, I delivered papers in the early morning hours. On those dark mornings, I could get engulfed with fear if I wasn't careful. I remember riding my bike under one of the dimly lit streetlights or walking to the side door of one of the houses and being startled by this thing near me. All of a sudden, this thing would be out in front of me, off to my side or come up in back of me. It more than once spooked me and kept me looking back over my shoulder. The thing was my shadow. But I learned an important lesson about shadows as a youngster, even though I didn't particularly appreciate it at the time. I learned that the thing casting the shadow is never far away. Psalms 91.1 says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. The psalmist's words are ones of assurance and comfort. God is not far away from those trusting in Him. It is God's shadow that is providing the shade and the protection for the weary traveler and pilgrim. You can picture the Lord hovering over him and maintaining a watch just like a parent sitting on the porch looking out for the well-being of their children playing in the yard. Today, as you go about your tasks, picture in your mind the shadow of God falling upon you. But rather than seeing it as something frightful as I did, think of it as something beautiful and wonderful. Remember, God is close by watching over you. The theme for the movie about Corrie ten Boom and their plight in the Nazi Germany in 1945 describes the hiding place not only for Corrie and her sister, but for all of those who need a place or refuge in times of the storm. Take the words of the song to heart and find a secure hiding place. The words go like this. You are my hiding place. You always fill my heart with songs of deliverance. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. I will trust in you. Let the weak say, I am strong in the strength of the Lord. You are my hiding place. You always fill my heart with songs of deliverance. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. I will trust in you. And this has been a production of Leading with Integrity and Skill podcast. You can like us on Facebook at Dr. Bill Hostler and get my podcast on the web at www.keyministries.net.